This is the redeemed Christian Church of God, more than conquer perish. Ancient of days, I thank you especially for the gift of life, and I thank you that we are alive this morning to bless your name. Thank you for sound sleep. Thank you for delivering our soul from the hands of corruption. We are grateful. It did not allow evil to prevail over us. Jesus, be lifted up in the name of Jesus. Thank you for yesterday's Bible study. Thank you for drawing your people. Thank you for all that you did. Please accept our thanks in the name of Jesus. This morning we have come unto you. We have come unto Mount Zion, the place of deliverance. Let there be deliverance for all your children in the name of Jesus. I pray this morning, visit each one. In Jesus' mighty name, we have framed. This morning, please turn your Bible with me to the book of Hebrews. Hebrews chapter 10. Hebrews chapter 10. And we are going to read from verse 22. I read from here. Let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with, the pure, with pure water. Let us hold fast. Tell your neighbor, hold fast. Tell your neighbor, hold fast. Tell your neighbor, hold fast. Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering, for he is faithful that promise. And let us consider one another to let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another. And that is what the revival hour is all about, to revive your body, soul, and spirit, exhorting one another, encouraging one another, So, but exhorting one another. And so much the more as you see the day approaching, as you see the day approaching, for if we sin will, willfully, after that we have received the knowledge of the truth, there remaineth no more sacrifice for sin. Let somebody shout a big hallelujah. Amen. So brethren, we are, we are going to be continuing with our series on preparing for rapture. We now have an idea or know what rapture looks like or what it, what it sounds like and when, when, what we should do to make sure that we are all prepared for rapture. Now, there are still few and more things that we need to do in order for us to be fully prepared. Now, the Bible says, let us draw near with a true heart and assurance of faith having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our body washed with pure water. So what that tells you that for you to prepare for rapture, 
you must draw near to God. So we are going to look at other practical steps. Yesterday we looked at holiness. And today we are going to continue from where we stop. Constant fellowship with God. Constant fellowship with God. Brethren, if you and I must meet the Lord at the air, if you permit it that we are alive when he comes, then we must constantly have fellowship with God. Fellowship with God is very key. It says, let us draw near. That means draw near to God. Draw near to God. Now he said, in the fullness, in the in full assurance of faith. That means when you come, come to God in faith. Draw near to God in your thought, in your actions, in everything you do. Now, constant fellowship, again, is uh, it guarantees the presence of God. It guarantees God's leadership because it's a sign that we are panting, we are, we are yelling for, to know more of him. So when you have constant fellowship with God, then many things you will not be caught unaware, including rapture. Now, when I mean you will not be caught unaware, including rapture, God could open your eyes like he has opened our eyes and he's still doing it now. The things we need to amend. Oftentimes when we come to the presence of God as believers, we don't know the things that the enemy has done in our lives. We don't know what is going on in the, in, the, in the spiritual place. And so, but when we come and we have fellowship with God, maybe you are praying, all of a sudden, he can fasten your eyes to see some things that you did not even plan for. There are many times that I have been in fellowship with God that he just switched my attention to something else. So when you are in constant fellowship with God, it helps you to stay awake for the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, when we talk about constant fellowship with God, uh, let's look at four things, what that means. <coughs> Number one, Galatians chapter five, verse 16. What does it mean to have fellowship with God? What does it mean to have fellowship with God? Galatians 5, verse 16. Book of Galatians, chapter 5, verse 16. I read, This I say then, walk in the Spirit, and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Remember John, chapter 4, and verse 20, 20 to 24, tells us about God is a Spirit. And they that walk, they, they that want to worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Now, Galatians 5, verse 16 says, I say then, walk in the spirit, and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. So many that when you walk in the so constant fellowship with God means walking in the spirit all the time. 
So that means your spirit is aligned with the spirit of God. You allow him to have free flow in your life. You allow him to take control of every day, every second, every moment. You are not saying, I want to have it in my own way. You allow him to lead. So walking in the spirit means that you are led by the spirit of God. As many as are led by the spirit of God, they are the sons of God, according to Romans 14 and 16. So brethren, constant fellowship with God, we guarantee that you are walking in the right direction. Because again, like we mentioned through yesterday's Bible study, God is not a respect of man. If you fellowship with him with the truth, with the whole of your heart, as we learned from Hebrews chapter 10 this morning, if you draw to him with the whole of your heart, then God will reveal himself to you. He tells you and say, my son, this area, I want you to be careful. My daughter, this area, I want you to stay away from this area. Now that happens when you are constantly in tune with him. And to be constantly in tune with him is not difficult. Put it this way. If you are looking at, now even though I can't see many faces because many cameras are off, but um, let's, let's, let me, I, I know there are people listening and watching. Now, you are watching. And when I make any gestation like this, you can see what I'm doing. Because you fasting your heart. You fasten your attention. You directed your mind to focus on the, on the screen. Now, the same way to some now, maybe they are not looking in this direction. Maybe they are looking here. So as we intentionally direct our heart to focus on certain things in life, the same way you need to intentionally direct your heart and your mind, your body, your soul and spirit, to be in tune with God. Well, you might say, do you have control? Oh, yes, you have total control of your mind. So you can decide what you think. So have constant fellowship with God. Number two, true praise. How do you fellowship with God? You fellowship with him through praise. Bless his name. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, oh my soul, worship his holiness, sing like never before, oh my soul, worship his holiness. You bless the Lord through praise, through praise. The Lord inhabit the praises of his people. If you want to prepare for rapture adequately, you must praise God. Be in constant fellowship with God through praise. And you are in your car, praise him. You are sitting down, praise him. You can sing a song, your favorite song to him, to worship him. Or it can be that you are listening to a gospel song. A defined song to praise him. Or it could be that uh, maybe uh, you're reading Psalms. Praise him. When you praise God, you're in constant fellowship with him. Because God loves to dwell where there is praises. Number three, 
we are looking at having constant fellowship with God as a way of preparing for rapture. Having constant fellowship with God as a way of preparing for rapture. Number three, true prayer. Jude 20 also tells us that we should pray in the spirit. Pray in the spirit. So not just prayer in the spirit. Also, you pray all manner of prayer as the Holy Spirit gives you direction. Oh, Father, whatever thing the enemy wants to use to hinder me from, from making it when you appear, deliver me from them. Deliver me from them. You see, there are times you need to pray out. There are times you pray in the spirit. If you're in a board meeting, that's not the time to pray out, as if it is a Christian or you are doing having a fellowship. But if you're in a board meeting, you can pray in the Holy Ghost. As they ask you and say, oh, uh, Dr. So-and-so, brother so-and-so, sister so what do you think? Before they ask you, you are praying the Spirit. You can pray in the Spirit and no one around you even knows that you are praying, but you are communicating with God. So number three is true praises. Number, I mean, number, uh, number three is true uh, prayer. That means you can pray, you know, with the language everybody understands, or you pray in the spirit. It, as you do this, you see that you are constantly in fellowship with God. You are not far from him. Now, number four, true constant study of the word of God. The word of God behind every verses of the scripture is the spirit of God. When you fellowship with God, how do you fellowship with him? You fellowship with him through his word. The truth is this, brethren, whenever you take the Bible to study, there is always something God will say to you. There is also, so that means if you're looking for God, you have the word of God and the word of God is God through his word, and Jesus is the word. Revelation 19, verse 13 tells us, Revelation 19, 13, he was clothed with a vesture deep in blood, and his name is called the word of God. His name is called the word of God, talking about Jesus Christ. So Jesus Christ had been in existence, right, from the beginning of the war. And one of the names he bears before he was unveiled to humanity is the word of God. The word of God, that's his name. So when you fellowship with, the, with God through his word, then you begin to, he begins to open your eyes and prepare your mind, your body, soul, and spirit for rapture. And it keeps you away from distraction of the enemy. The distraction, there's so much distraction in the world. Social media, news, everything on your phone, on your tablet, on your laptop. There's distraction everywhere. But constant fellowship with God will keep you. You are going to lift up your voice. You are going to say, mighty God. Or mute your devices and say, mighty God. Mighty God. God. I thank you for your mercy over my life and family. Open your mouth and make that your prayer this morning. 
Mighty God, I bless your name for your mercies over my life and that of my family. I am grateful. I am In grateful. Jesus' name, we are praying. Amen. You are going to you are going to lift up your voice this morning and praise him. At least for one minute, you are going to praise him. So I want you to unmute your devices, everyone. And again, put on your camera for as long as it lies within you and begin to praise him. Pick a song of your own and begin to praise him. It could be from your local dialect. It could be from, uh, you know, it could be from, uh, you know, uh, whatever language you want to use for as long as you're defined, so you are praising God. Your next prayer, your next uh, action you are going to take is that prayer, prayer in the Holy Ghost. You pray in the Holy Ghost. So for the next one minute, go ahead and pray. Uh, go ahead and open your mouth and praise him. Unmute your devices. If you are not filled with the Holy Ghost, uh, test for him. Ask Jesus to fill you. Jesus is the baptizer. Ni kembe lekos keladu shishia baradi. Nintege tege tege tego lepe lengus krano. 
Banti Zeladu Shambuti Zaleta Gotorobrata. Are you opening your mouth? Make sure you mute your devices and pray in the Holy Ghost. Kalabate Tenta Legabayaba. in Jesus name we are free amen in Jesus name we are free amen God bless you. So constant fellowship with God. That will help you to prepare for rapture. Now, we just demonstrated a practical example. Praise, prayer, pray in the Holy Ghost in this world. Now, number three, how can you prepare for rapture? Constant fellowship with the saint. Constant fellowship with the saint. You see, many people do not understand the reason why they should join the church. Many people say, oh, well, they will take our offering. Oh, it's all about money. No, that's not true. That's not even the fundamental thing about church is the least thing, is a commandment, but that's also the least thing. But God ordained the church for many reasons, but many of us don't know. We have only looked at the church from one angle, but the church is much more than that. Now, in the same book of uh, um, Hebrews chapter 10, where we took our reading from earlier, in verse 15, it says, not forsaking the assembly of ourselves. Not forsaking the assembly of ourselves. Many are forsaking the assembly of ourselves. Many says, okay, well, they are okay for as long as they are born. They don't have to be tied to a particular church to make heaven. Well, that is not true. That is not true. You have come to Mount Zion. You have come to comp the company of the angels. Anywhere you see church of the, the living God, the angels are present, praising God with the saints, even though you may not see them physically with your eyes. And most time, they can even come physically. They can come as a visitor. They can come as the neighbor. They can come as a little child. So, now, it says, not forsaking the assembly of, our, of ourselves together, 
as the manner of some is, but exalting. So when you come, you are lifted up. You get exalted like now that you are hearing the word of God. So the church of God is there for us to fellowship. It's a place of prayer. It's a place where you have access to the world. It's a place where you are taught how to live a godly life. It's a place where you are taught how to know God. It's a place where you come, you find miracles, signs and wonders, and so on. Now, constant fellowship with the saint is different from constant fellowship with God. Now, if you travel to a place for your own spiritual growth and the, for you to continue to grow in the Lord and to remain in tune with God on Sunday, don't just sit down in your hotel and be watching TV and cross your leg. No, as a child of God, find a Bible-believing church to attend in that community. There will always be one. If there is none, well, start a church your own self there. Start by praising God. Who knows? Maybe there are your next born, your next door neighbor is also a Christian. And when they hear you praying, they knock the door. Hello, we have, we have somebody praying here. Can we join you? And you tell them yes. And then people start your church there before you leave the hotel. So, Constant fellowship with the believer. Now, how can you? How can we do this? One, attend church programs, all programs for as long as it lies within you. Don't miss out. Don't relax. Don't say, "Well, let me just uh, let today. I'm not going to go to church. I was in church yesterday." No, you don't know when Jesus will come, because when you come to church, you are elevated. When you come to church, you hear the word of God. You praise God. You see your brother, your sister. Oh, how was your day? Do you know that some people just asking them how their day went can make a whole lot of difference, can turn their life around completely. How are the children doing? How is your wife? How is your husband? Those that are married, those that are not married, how are you working with the Lord? That is part of the fellowship. Now, so making yourself available for church programs. Now, with the help of technology, we can gather using our devices, even though it's not always the same as physical worship. Because in physical worship, your, your attention is focused on the pulpit, focus on God. But online worship, comes with a lot of distraction. But we thank God that at least that God even make that possible for us to still come together. So again, constant fellowship with God to prepare you for heaven. How do you fellowship? I mean, of course, that fellowship with the, with the saint. How do you fellowship with the saint? I mentioned, number one, attend church programs. Number two, how do you fellowship with the saint? Well, you fellowship with the saint by asking each, you know, your, your fellow brother and sister. 
asking them about their own welfare, spiritual warfare. Now, in asking, oh, where did you study in your Bible today? Oh, when was the last time you studied so and so? This chapter of the Bible, did you, have you heard about the story of Esther? Maybe somebody going through something. In doing that, you are being fellowship. And as, you, as both of you share, there is one thing or the other you will learn from each other. So what does that mean? That is by interaction. You have not seen your brother in church for some time. Give him a call. Or even though you have seen in the church, oh, I just want to pray with you. I just want to uh, share the word of God with you and your family. Where you know we, we we had an error, and that error is a good error that has to continue. Where brethren will see another brother and say, "Ah, the Lord laid scripture in my heart for you and your family." Again, I'm not talking about uh, you know uh, trying to advertise yourself unnecessarily. That's not what we're talking about. But genuinely, God laid the scripture, and the brethren too will confirm it. Say, ah, I called you to check on you, but God said, God lit something in my heart for you and your family. And I just want to encourage you to, that is the word that person needs at that time. That is the way to fellowship. Now, other ways by which we, so, we, so number two is, you know, interaction. You interact with each other. And then lastly, how do you fellowship with the believers? Well, you fellowship with the believer through the study of the word of God, when you see down like house fellowship, revival hour, mini Bible studies, midweek programs, like youth program, like Friday prayer meeting, where you study the word of God together. You go from one page to another, find cross-checking, fellowship with. You see, have you, have you observed that when you finish, you are energized? You are empowered, you are strengthened, you are encouraged. Maybe there was something that followed you to church or to that fellowship somehow. But again, I thank God that in our platform here, even though we may not have an institutionalized um, house fellowship, but we do have, God has put many programs together to keep you with fellowship with the saints. We have Bible studies every Wednesday, revival hour Monday to Monday to Saturday. We have Sunday services, first service nine, second service 12. These are means we have communion service where we again, we still look at the word of God and praise God. These are avenue to keep you. We have this Friday, we are going to have prayer meeting from eight to 10. What do we do there? We pray for the church. We pray for the community. We pray for our family. We pray for the city. That is fellowship with the same. That is fellowship with the same. We have this Saturday now, we also, we have what we call the, uh, the Married and Singles Fellowship, which has been an awesome program, which has built many marriages by the hand of God and preparing many singles. Some are married, some are about to be married. That is also fellowship with the saints. Uh, we have, uh, you know, uh, believers class, water baptism this evening and so on. We have general workers meeting, joint workers meeting, monthly Holy Ghost services. The list is endless. 
if you truly have a heart for God and you make yourself available for this fellowship, you'll be prepared for rapture. I want you to bow down your head, wherever you may be right now, and then let's talk to God. Now you've heard the word of God. How can you prepare for rapture? Constant fellowship with God. How, you know, how can you prepare for rapture? Constant fellowship with the saints. Your own family, studying the Bible together, praying together, doing devotion together. That's a way of also fellowship. So you are going to lift up your voice this morning. You are going to say, Father, they, they give me a burning desire for your house. Help me to always fellowship with you and with the saints. Open your mouth and make that your prayer. When you are in the right company, no evil can be for you. When you are in the right company, no evil can be for you. When you are in the right company, no evil can be for you. Keep company with, the, with Jesus' children. Keep company with believers. And no evil shall be for you. No believer will tell you to go and marry unbeliever. No, when you fellowship with the saint, always say, Lord, 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 I will not be tired of coming to your house. Help me to take advantage of all the programs that we have, even for me to remain in tune with God, for me to be prepared for rapture. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Ask the Lord what you want him to do for you as you go out today. If you are here and you have not accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I want you to know rapture will soon take place. It can happen right now. It can happen after the benediction. It can happen tomorrow morning. The question is, are you ready? It's only the people that have accepted Jesus as their Lord and Savior that will go with him. So you are here this morning. You have an opportunity anywhere you may be. I want you to raise up your right hand and say, Lord Jesus, I accept you today as my Lord and Savior. Forgive me my sin. Write my name in the book of life. As from today, help me to, call, to have fellowship with you. Help me, Lord Jesus, even to listen to you, fill me with the Holy Ghost. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to stretch forth your hand. Father, I thank you this morning for your children. I thank you for your word, which you have brought unto us this morning. We appreciate you. You are teaching us both spiritually and practically how we can prepare for rapture. Lord, we have learned this morning that we should always have fellowship with you and through, through, the, through your word, through praises, through prayer. Lord Jesus, this morning I pray, let nothing take us away from even from your presence in the name of Jesus. Help us to constantly abide in you, in the name of Jesus. Help us to constantly abide in you, in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray, help us to continue to fellowship with one another in the name of Jesus. As many that is in need of one miracle today, you know their hard desire, whether they are going for job interview, whether they are expecting one miracle in their a report concerning their health, their family, or they are trusting you for financial miracle, material miracle, whatever miracle your people desire from you today. Today, Father, in the name of Jesus, answer them all in Jesus' name. I pray for you as you go out today, the Lord will favor you. He will establish you. He will prosper you. You will have testimony. All your glorious desire, they are granted in Jesus' name. And as we again meet tomorrow, you will have testimony. 
In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed.